Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome back. Wendy Sellers here is the HR lady. I have with me today, JC, my co-host. Hi, Wendy. Hi, and of course, Penny Cedar, the fabulous CEO of Habitat for Humanity in Central Florida. Hi, Penny, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, I wanna just wrap up this session by sharing with our listeners today just some tips and tricks to, because hopefully by now, by now their mind's going, oh my goodness, I need to get my employees involved in something. This is a cool benefit. Um, you know, what, what advice can you give them? You've already given them some advice about, first of all, not making it an executive pet project, right? Because if all the employees aren't involved or uh, engaged in it, then they may feel disgruntled, right? To saying, oh, I got to do this. And I, even though they're not forcing me, I feel I have to, and it's not something I believe in. Right. Yeah. I do think, I do think, you know, taking a poll, getting feedback, uh, asking for suggestions and those kind of things from the employees very, is very important um, and could really be beneficial. Um, and I think it also ha has employees feel like they're heard uh, and what they have to say matters and what matters to them matters to other you know, their upper management. So there's a lot of good benefits from taking those polls and, and, and getting that feedback. Right. And I, I think we should even go a step further. You take the poll, you do the, do the survey, you have maybe town halls, whatever it is, and have more than one opportunity to volunteer. Right. Um, because there's going to, you're not going to get it. I mean, come on, I'm the HR lady. You're never going to get everybody on board with the same passion. But having more than one opportunity where people can give their their um, either their you know time materials. What are those quotes, Penny? What are those keywords? Time, talent, or treasure. There you so, go. Yeah, their time, or maybe they're uh, they're they're talented like you are with um, HR, and, and you've definitely helped my Habitat affiliate with HR, all kinds of HR questions and, um, and being able to give us your expertise, which has been really, really helpful to me um, and very helpful to my team and, and helped us save money. So that's an example of giving your talent. And, um, you know, a lot of nonprofits need people like you and other, and other skills. Uh, but treasure is, is your money. You know, when, when I was talking about giving on a monthly basis, being part of a sustainer program or, or just making a one-time contribution, you know, that's your treasure. So, you know, time on the job site, talent, treasure, all, all needed by all nonprofits. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, it's funny in the past, uh, I would rather go and physically be on boards and all of that. And I have, and then I just kind of took a life, life detour. And now I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to be on your board, which again is a lot of talent and, and time, but call me for advice and I'll, I'll give it to you. No problem. Or if you need money, give me, you know, I'll, I'll give you some money, but I'm really good at giving advice, but I'm going to do it from afar and not show up at your meeting. <laughs> <laughs> And there's tremendous value in that. You know, when, when you can get, when you're an expert, 
like you are, um, you know, in human resources, uh, that is a huge need for us. And, um, and it does, it saves us money. It saves us a lot of heartache. Uh, could save us um, <laughs> legal <Lawsuits>. fees <laughs> uh, and and all those kind of things, and that matters. And um, and so, you know, I know uh, just speaking to you has been has been really a tremendous help. So, but you know, you could be a, a lawyer and and review contracts. You could be you know a CPA and help with uh, an audit. Um, there are a lot of things that that people can offer. And sometimes do, um, but uh, but yes, talent is important, and you know that kind of value is much better than warming up a seat and sitting through a long meeting. Uh, <laughs> might be just a better way to give back. Penny, they say employee volunteer programs are also great for companies all the way around. And research, specifically from the Points of Light Foundation, found that sixty percent of businesses with employee volunteer programs believe that they do enhance the company's climate in general. And one of the key points within their survey that I found interesting, I wanted to save this till our last segment of this podcast to bring it up, was partnership opportunities. And when we think about partnership opportunities between corporate entities and not-for-profit entities, are there things from your perspective that should be considered before entering into some sort of partnership with a not-for-profit organization? I think looking at their, you know, are, you know, are they solvent? Are they going to be around year after year? Very important um, by looking at financials. You know, all those things are public information, are, are public knowledge and can be found like on Charity Navigator or whatever. Um, but I think um, making sure that they're solvent um, and uh, making sure that there's good leadership Again, customer service, we talked about that a little bit before, providing yes. a good a good experience. But those are things that can happen as a result of, you know, that background check, that kind of doing your due diligence before you make a suggestion um, for a nonprofit um, would be good. I will tell you that we, we do have corporate um, partnerships, and I see the same people coming back year after year after year. Yes, yeah. and, and I can feel it in their companies that there is a kinship that happens um, as a result of not only the um, the partnership that we have with that company, but what they are doing for their community as a group. Previously, you made mention too about having those good conversations with your staff at the not-for-profit and recognition overall. Folks, corporate volunteer initiatives frequently mirror the interests of senior management. It's not going to it's, it's not a hidden feat there. And and however, what matters most to bosses isn't always important to workers. So even though volunteering is extremely fulfilling, don't forget to honor your staff's dedication by thanking and awarding everyone who took part. The most effective approach to accomplish this could be maybe to host a post-project party where your team can unwind together. Maybe take a well-deserved vacation. Maybe not necessarily together either, right? That could get weird. <laughs> that could get strange. Unless it's me coming down to Orlando, which, Penny, I would definitely do that. Okay, but okay. you could also we'll enhance Disney. There it is, or or maybe help you build a house or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm there for you. But you could also enhance the party with a brief awards ceremony, and it's a great way to recognize key employees' efforts and add some lighthearted fun. So when we think about recognition of the volunteers or recognition of the employees within not for profits, 
What are some ways that stand out to you or some cool things that you've seen over time in regards to recognition for volunteering? Well, we certainly have our own recognition of volunteers for a certain amount of hours and different companies that come back, you know, after a certain amount of time. So Habitat will also recognize and thank uh, volunteer groups. But, you know, uh, within the company, uh, what I see is, you know, getting things like lunch catered in uh, for the project, um, T-shirts, company T-shirts, um, you know, uh, silly things posted on social media, uh, recognizing people and maybe something that they did that was fun or silly or something like that. Uh, those are the things that I see. Um, every once in a while, I will get invited to, like, we partner with our local hospital. Uh, they'll bring me into a staff meeting, uh, and they'll have me um, recognize uh, a particular group or a person who's done a lot for us. Um, and and I always love doing that. So, um, you know, every company is a little different. I could just see it right now, a beautiful partnership yet to bloom here we've got the Orlando Magic showing up to a, a, a charity event. Uh, you're building yeah. some houses. You're doing your things. Maybe Cole Anthony stops by. Jalen Suggs signs some stuff, takes pictures with people <laughs> in the community. And amongst it all is Penny right there with her arms around everyone, just welcoming everyone <laughs> in. I'm telling you, it would be magic. Oh, my gosh. Pun intended. Orlando magic. Yeah, there you Orlando go. There magic you go. happening right there. Yeah, we got Orlando magic. We got Disney magic. We got everything. We've down got here penny in magic. Penny's magic. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about briefly before we, we end this podcast, I know Penny's at a, at a conference and has got to get back to, uh, you know, making it rain over there and, and figuring out the time treasure and talent. But the, one of the biggest things that I want to say to our listeners is, talking about stress and burnout in in the workplace. And I don't want you to uh, force a volunteer program to, to add to that stress, which is why I think it's very, very important that if you are creating a volunteer program that you are you know taking it as a day off, preferably a paid day off versus adding something else to their plate, making sure that you are 100% asking employees, what do you want to get involved in and then making it happen? So you're not only um, offering one opportunity for volunteerism, but there's a a recent MetLife study and it's going to be no shocker to anybody who's listening, but it's 72% of employees, employers say stress and burnout are a huge challenge and concern for their organization. The interesting thing is the survey goes on, the study goes on to talk about the whole employee experience and that there's five areas that you can work on as an employer to strengthen the whole employee experience. And it talks about purposeful work. How awesome would it be if your work, being an accountant and an IT person, a widget maker, actually is so purposeful that it lends you know, their, your time treasure or talent to helping a neighbor get a home get out of a situation that they otherwise couldn't be. So if you do that, yeah, that's huge. And it's really, honestly, I know it's money because paid time off is money, but paid volunteering time is too. But they are going to, if they have purposeful work in work and then relate it to work, two times more likely to stay, which again, I can't stress this enough, is going to save you on recruiting costs and possible lawsuits too. They're also going to be 1.8 times more likely to stay if there's flexibility and work-life balance. 
So this is also important when you're picking a volunteer program is to see how you can get the families involved and making sure you're not taking, um, you're not forcing them to only volunteer on a Saturday when they have their children or they have family obligations. Uh, they want, employees want social and supportive cultures. How more social and supportive can you be than helping your community and throwing a hammer um, alongside your coworkers and talking about how to fix a pipe or put a wall up? They're going to be 1.5 times more likely to stay if you didn't have that. And then of course, career development and training, any kind of career development training, they're going to be more likely to stay at 1.7 times. Habitat or any organization actually is development and training because Penny, as you've mentioned, you see communication skills improve and interaction yes. relationships improve. Sure, and connections. And, then, and that's yeah, important connection. for longevity. Yeah, yeah. It really yeah. is, and it's important to say, you know, I know from my experience, you know, I, I like I mentioned uh, when I first started out in HR a while ago, a long time ago, we won't say when, uh, the company that I worked for, we had employees that we've acquired from all over the United States in, into um, a couple uh, communities across the U.S. And they we usually yanked them out of college and relocated them so they didn't have families or friends there. And people used to say to me, why do you do so much for your employees? Why do you have happy hours and volunteer events? And I'm like, because their, their spouses or their boyfriend or girlfriend now love us. And when they go home to <laughs> complain, they send them right back to us the next day. <laughs> and when their, their spouses, their family members, their friends got involved with us because we allowed that, they'd be the ones to be like, no, go talk to Wendy, go talk to your boss, because we were just building a house with them and we know they care. And so, folks, all of this is so, so, so important to be aware that your employees are a whole person and it's not just about work. But if you make it more than just about work, it can really benefit you as well. With that said, any final words from JC or Penny? Oh, I definitely have a couple, and I'll share this real brief with everyone here. I think everyone on the call is going to find it interesting, but I really do think Penny might already know this one. Did you know Habitat for Humanity likes to challenge? The record for building a new Habitat house in the least amount of time was established in Alabama's Shelby County. It took Habitat three hours, 26 minutes, and 34 seconds, breaking the previous record of three hours, 44 minutes, and 59 seconds to build an entire home. How cool is wow. that? That is cool. Very cool. That's totally cool. That's <laughs> impressive. That is impressive. Hey, that they've, is... they've got a following of 2 million people combined on social media, and we're lucky to have one of their CEOs here today. It's, it's been my pleasure talking to you. That's, that's all I have for today. Penny, thank you. And Wendy, thanks for having me. I'll turn it over to Penny for her final thoughts. Yeah, Penny, and uh, how can people reach you um, to learn more about Habitat, even if it's outside of Florida? So um, people can, again, reach me through the Habitat.org website and then and then find the Seminole County and Greater Apopka affiliate, or just go directly to our website, which is Habitat Seminole Apopka, like Seminole Indians, SeminoleApopka.org, um, and find local opportunities for sure. Um, Habitat for Humanity loves volunteers and we, they are the lifeblood of what we do. Uh, and I would say that is true in every community. 
and uh, certainly true uh, where I am. And it's very, very important to me as a leader that we provide a outstanding volunteer experience and people walk away feeling appreciated and also understanding there's a whole lot more to, of work to be done and they want to come back and do it with us again um, for sure. And, um, and, and whether it's here in central Florida or it's across the nation or across the globe, um, Habitat loves all volunteers. I know you do because I've been yeah. one of them. So yep. thank you so much for your, your time today. Everybody, Wendy Sellers, the HR lady, you know how to contact me, thehrlady.com or find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.